Yeah, we're recording. Hooray. Oh, wow. It look. Look Welcome at us. Welcome back. It looks so good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Bill Scott really. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. It's helpful to have people Even that know. Even Bill doesn't listen to us, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely not super bitter, but he made us sound better, and so he we'll did. take it. Can I tell you, we had a couple, I had a couple people approach me asking to be on the podcast. <gasps> that's exciting. It really Only means- if you're super awesome can you be on our podcast. So that's literally every one of you. oh guys we're back and it was the oscars yesterday for us so Mm -hmm. you guys will be like what a week later sure um and we are again trying to podcast every week so success success so we 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 were trying to figure out there was i had a full reaction to the oscars i am again i hate you know as i i'm an actor i love this stuff but for some reason i don't know what it is about the oscars it just (sighs) <sighs> it does it make soaring. you feel unwelcome and unrepresented it just doesn't feel real oh it's not it's insane and i haven't watched the oscars in a long time we had a friend that was, was like super into oscar parties and wanted a lot of structure around it and i was like this is all fake everybody's pinned into their dresses everybody's miserable nobody's eaten in four days like I mean, here's the thing. The thing I love about the Oscars, I love the Oscars parties. I love the Oscar after parties. Um, I love the weird food that people put together. I love a <laughs> lot of the outfits. The outfits are a lot of sure. fun to see. Obviously, the red carpet is mm-hmm. the best. Well, I was going to say the re- the red car. I used to watch the red carpet and enjoy it. But this is the first year that I was watching and really paying attention to what uh what different body shapes there were on the red carpet and guess what guys <laughs> i watched um i believe the entirety of of the red carpet coverage but at least an hour of it um i saw two women no i saw two women of any sort of size variation one of them being rebel wilson what is size variation guru? so we're talking about anything outside of your zero to two to four like Anybody zero that, to four. So anyone with shape? Yeah. Well, and I, I don't know. I want to be fair. non-inclusive because I, like I just said, I've had friends who've been that small and have struggled. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh look at her face. So right. I can't see it. Go I ahead, understand sorry. that it's um like shopping for that, but the desirable size and uh, uh, silhouette like the devil wears of this. Prada. yes the whereas, size four is the new size six or exactly. whatever yeah well and it and it, watching it and looking at some of the dresses and silhouettes there was a lot of really extreme silhouettes like um oh boy i'm not gonna remember any of the names <laughs> but for instance i wrote notes you guys she did um I went to a bar oh gosh, afterwards and started name? screaming at the TV. So Ugh, we had a full incredible. I'm so mad that I didn't write down her name. That's my bad. But the incredible actress that she sang a really beautiful piece, but she also um, was nominated for best actress. The woman who played Harriet Tubman. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that her name is hard. I just didn't write it down. So she was wearing this really beautiful dress with really exaggerated hip. Like it was like bustles, but it was almost Victoria. Like she had extra shape and I was, it made me a little bit irritated because she's certainly not a thin woman. Like she has shape. She is probably I, on TV. You can never Why tell people look you? really well, because really you have to be know. super, you have to be super thin and then they're going to add on these weirdly exaggerated shapes that are hips and ass. There's even a silhouette that like that really um, exaggerated on pure waist. And then they add all these extra fabrics to give you sort of like a sloped out belly look. Mm hmm. 
and I wish, and maybe if I'm really have my shit together, I'll put together like some reference pictures on our Instagram. I probably won't, you guys, because it doesn't matter. It's just fashion. Like everybody fucking relax. Billy Porter uh, was wearing a similar. I loved. He looked incredible, and he was wearing this really dramatic gold top and this skirt that kind of angled out in this way that I wear dresses like that when I am feeling self-conscious about my belly. Like, but it's on all these really slender people. And so you start with this incredibly thin person and then exaggerate what shapes maybe other people have. So are you saying that they want to be us? No, I'm (laughs) saying that it feels. She did not find that the least uh, bit funny. I don't think it's funny because it is this weird, it's not mocking. It's just like calling on it. It's like putting on a mask, but on your body. People looked beautiful. Rebel Wilson looked incredible. Like I don't know. It, it sounds like Guru and I are going to have some uh, disagreements yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I want everybody to fucking relax. I don't appreciate. And here's a. I don't appreciate high fashion. What? Like, it's so extreme. I don't <gasps> understand. And if you've ever been like, if you've ever been in a wedding and had to wear any sort of like binding corset esque, like, sure that's cute for a picture or two. But guess what? That shit chafes. And so every time, like, Laura Dern was wearing this incredible dress, but you could see almost the, like, bony, like, she was cinched hella tight and she had these beautiful tassels. But I was like, she looks impossibly thin. On television, she looks thin. In person, I'm sure she looks like she could blow away in the wind. And this is not like, a, like I'm trying to manage my own. This I is not a value say, judgment. On, so I'm, I'm not picking on Laura Dern. I'm just saying <laughs> that it feels... I can't connect to it because I will never look like that. And so I can appreciate these dresses as pieces of art, but I would appreciate if they're in our regular art, there's more variety of shapes and sizes and oh, in like painted art. See, I and I, I, I do like high fashion. Mm-hmm. I like it. That was one of the things I do actually appreciate about the Oscars. What mm-hmm. I don't like is I don't even mind the judgment of the dresses and the judgment of the high fashion. I don't even mind that. Like, even what you're doing, the geometrical designs, I was into that. The bustle and the um, I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved and, and that's me, and I'm glad we're different on that. The thing that upsets me is how people talk about the different people who come down the red carpet. So as you know, if you've, you've ever watched anything on the Oscars or anything else, you'll see people putting the microphone, interviewing, doing various things, right? And so the thing that bothers me there is they'll ask people, who are you wearing? What are you wearing? You know, that sort of thing. I don't I didn't catch much of that last this this last round. Mm-hmm. But I was at a bar later that night watching the recap with with some friends and I look at the TV and come. Ugh, it, it still makes me mad. So, guys, something you guys should know about me is I like to scream at the TV. Like, I don't know what it is. It's I, fun to react. I do. I My boyfriend likes to watch me watch these shows, like cooking shows and stuff, while I'm screaming at the people. I love to scream you at guys, the TV. opinions are fun. I won't scream at my friends' opinions at my friends, but I will definitely scream at the TV mm-hmm. about my opinions. And <laughs> so... I was watching it. There was like four people total in the bar this evening. And I look up and there's Chris, Chrissy Mess, Metz. Sorry. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. She's this beautiful red gown. It's off the shoulder. Her hair is beautiful. Her makeup is gorgeous. She is like 
she's there and she is having a great time and it never fails to have the the people who are like commenting commenting or comment any of those kind of people or and the microphone are interviewing you know for you look so beautiful tonight that's wonderful good job that's a good start mm-hmm. guys the second part though is unnecessary so the, the commenting this was like afterwards they're showing pictures of her moving around and someone's saying something and I'm like and it goes a little bit like this um it just shows it goes to show you in this body positive movement even a plus size girl can be on the red carpet and wear a pretty dress and look good it's like that and I was watching that and I'm sitting there and I just start I'm having this lovely conversation with my friend and I just start screaming at the tv Mm -hmm. who do you think you are how is that even a valid thing to say like no if someone said to me as an Asian Mm -hmm. it just goes to show you that an Asian girl on the red carpet she could just she can wear a dress and look really pretty too I get it I'm Asian condescending sort of exceptional it's a jellyfish compliment yeah it's not even a full compliment say she the you can stop so so she looks pretty. It's not pretty for a fat girl. She's not like pretty for a fat girl. And she's not representing. Representation. See, this is why she's like, <laughs> so good at this. Guys. Well, I guess comment on things like you would anybody else. Give us the designer that we've never heard of. Give us the talk to you us would, about her jewelry and talk to us about her hair. Would you go in the elevator and someone's dog is there overweight? Right. And go, oh, your pit bull's really pretty for a fat pit bull. (laughs) Would you say it? Okay. And if someone said that to you, would you be like, oh, that's that's just that's just the way we are. That's just the sign of the times. Everyone's judging pit bulls right now. No, no, you would never say that about someone's gerbil pit bull. Any sort. You wouldn't say that. Your home is really nice for a small home. (laughs) No. You know, or a big it's home. The backhanded compliments it, that nobody needs. She looks really gorgeous. It just goes to show you that someone's a size zero can own the red carpet too, guys. Somebody that's not size zero. Uh, yeah. No, no. Size zero. Because oh. no one would say that about a size okay. zero. Because sure. it's acceptable. It's and so suddenly someone who looks different, who owns different, who has it in a contract that she is supposed to mm-hmm. do certain things with her body mm-hmm. in order to maintain... Has to be on the red carpet and be like, I would as an actress second guess whether I should even show the show up. Mm-hmm. I would guess whether the comments were going to be about my acting, my abilities, what I can do that I, I even tried today. And instead, you're going to con- the first thing out of your mouth is for a blank blank. Yeah. For a fat She looks girl. good for these qualifiers. Guys, she knows. She knows, guys. Yeah. She knows what it's she what, is. We know what we are. I'll say it's like practically her entire storyline on This Is Us. I can't imagine an actress in Hollywood that has to listen to more people in wardrobe and makeup and every other thing talk about her body shape. It's got to be a goddamn struggle. And so, like, give her these moments where she's glammed up she's and looks fabulous. And she doesn't need to apologize. No, absolutely not. And so, like, Gabrielle Sidibe does this. We just went over this with, like, um, Lizzo was at the Super Bowl and some, mm-hmm. like, little booty shorts. And everybody had all this extra shit to say because sh- there's just more, like. Because there's more to love and grab on to. Yeah. So we wanted to sort of talk about, and it, it, you'll hear, I feel like we're, we're I'm, struggling. I'm mad. Yeah. And it made me mad, She's too. You're struggling. I'm straight up mad. I know where I am in mm-hmm. this. 
Well, and so we, because we want, we wanted to talk about how not to talk about people's bodies. Yeah, like, how that's, do you, how do you get your, how do you get people to understand that? Um, that's, that's what it we, is. Right? I think we just have to keep yelling. Okay. I feel like we're we good. just have to keep we're saying good. it. And here's the thing we get, I get, remember we get mm-hmm. people who just, I, I had someone pull me aside and say, you know, I get it. I get it. But I really feel like you're preaching at me. Yeah, guys, I am right now. I am. <laughs> I'm on important. a soapbox because it's important because how many of us plus size girls have people who come into our lives saying that they get it mm-hmm. and you look at them and you're like, you're a size zero. Now, do I have a problem with someone who's a size zero? Absolutely no. not. I think you're gorgeous. Own it. I can, you can be whatever you need to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no one would look at someone who was missing an eyeball on the red carpet and go, that goes to show you someone without an eye can, can really, still look can fair. still look like a red, a beautiful dress on the red carpet and really bring in the positive environment that were like you would be like, holy crap, did that person actually say that? That's, but yeah. because it's fat, mm-hmm. it's up. Everybody's it's up allowed for grabs. to comment oh, on yeah, it and that. surprise you're fat, not. It's, it's up, up for grabs. Um. Okay, and and I'm not like a fat lover. I'm not a. It's it's not like that. What this is, is that. There's a there's a part of being human where you need you talk about being nice. We just all need to be nice, okay? Right? Well, it's about being respectful. You having an opinion Ooh, and girl. sharing that opinion about somebody else's body. Like my thing is it's not your business. We and again, like when I at the beginning of this conversation, I do want to <laughs> be aware of how much I'm like sort of cuz it's not for me to judge anybody's body that is thinner than me either like it's their body it's their business like Mm -hmm. that is the when we're when it's the same thing of we're not automatically giving compliments when people maybe look thinner don't say that with this automatic like oh congratulations you've lost weight right oh you'll get it you'll get it like they're doing right now with Adele yeah no yeah that That she's lost all she's lost all this weight and so now it's a huge topic that Mm -hmm. she lost weight that she's you know what she's just not eating as much as she did before that's not to be celebrated her body if you truly believe in her body her choice or you're mm-hmm. in this environment where you're like i'm pro I, i'm pro nice people and i'm remind yourself about how you're talking about the people around you yeah remind and and so one of the questions are how how do you what is it what is the question that we were trying to accomplish? how do you talk about fat people how do you yeah how do you how do you talk about fat people how do you give them compliments well right so it seems to be a problem let me tell you the number of on We're multiple occasions <laughs> <laughs> no one knows how to compliment <laughs> us oh my god oh, this is what if what if we are what if we are mutants like in the x-men and we have just been mutated to be well, this beautiful thing and no one knows it yet well, and they're trying to get rid of us statistic, <gasps> statistically speaking somebody with a little bit more body mass is going to survive illness and f- like that's just but that's and you're just welcome facts. you have but it's not oh, right <laughs> so this is a hard conversation <laughs> to I'm- have well, and let me, so I'll tell you about my personal experience. Okay. On more than one occasion, <laughs> somebody has commented, oh my God, you've lost all this weight. What are you doing? And the last <laughs> time this happened, I had posted a picture that was several years old. So what you're telling me is 
I have gained weight and you are more excited about this body that I used to have. You don't know this. The person does not mean to be no, like because whatever. they love you. Right. And they're trying to tell you that they're right. you're, you look amazing in this photo. But right. Rather so than saying that exactly here, that's how you talk about that. Like, oh my gosh, I love that photo of you. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you look so gorgeous. Oh my god, what you an look incredible so picture. alive and vibrant. Oh my sure. god, what an incredible photo. That picture made me happy. You talk about it. Like it's a fat pudgy baby. Well, well you know what I'm saying? You would not walk up to a baby, but you're just so fat. Uh, I know. I've yeah. definitely done that. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love a fat I baby. Love, I know. I love a little chunky rolls. Well, but I'm it? saying, would you say that to someone? I love your chunky rolls. No, because Are you, you sure? don't know. Yes. Because you don't know what that person's relationship is to their, while in my head, if somebody came out to say, oh, my gosh, your belly rolls are gorgeous. I love them. Mm-hmm. That would feel like a compliment to me. But I can name several people who if I approach them and one said, of them. I love your belly rolls, that would not oh, be cool be with so them. Mad. Because everybody has their own stuff and everybody has their own. So, like, the idea is we don't qualify, wow, you look so beautiful for a fat girl. Wow, it goes to show you that even with the horrible curse that is a fat body, oh, you God. can still look beautiful on a red carpet. Like, that's unnecessary and it's rude. Didn't we have that art- article we read a long time ago where they said mo- more people would rather have a life threatening illness than be fat? Yeah, so there's research about it. And because that's how we speak about fatness, I read because an it's acceptable article. for people to say these things. Sure. Absolutely. Wow, guys, I'm angry about this. I know. You I was were like, super <laughs> angry at the Oscars, too. But the fact that I'm the only per- there was like the only girl in the bar screaming at the TV. Even the bartender was like, then don't go to Hollywood. And I was like, I won't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I'm doing here. it. OK, I'm well, in the valley right now. Well, and can we. T- so like one thing that was. <laughs> I'm, I'm like so frustrated but there were it's about so it's the idea of also like other people's bodies are not to be commented on with that value judgment like Ooh. that's not your business and on I will tell you so often and especially in an image conscious culture and industry you commenting on oh that those pants look what i'm trying to how different would it have been had we just commented on her beauty and her grace if she was treated like any other person that was on that red carpet oh my god who made that red dress that red dress looks beautiful that color is amazing on you oh my god who did your makeup today look at you coming in you are fierce mama yeah which is what she should have heard and what she should be hearing yeah right now from everybody well in in stark contrast rebel wilson came on the um on the red carpet and the woman was like wow that gold gown here's it looks fantastic here's who designed it and i love your red lip yes and it was very old hollywood glam there's nothing about oh, that shape for you. I can't believe. Oh, my God. Or who, like, oh, yeah, that shape for you. Well, that's the other thing. Do you know how Rebel, that, that was my issue with this. I love, you know, I love Rebel Wilson. I love her so much that, like, I have my own issues with Rebel. <laughs> that's how much I love and also, it's a love-hate situation. Mm-hmm. But the reason she made it acceptable is because she made it funny. Sure. She had to make fun of it and show it off to make it normal. And, it, and, sh- and she literally had to and people laughed as she stood there in front of america accepting her body 
and she's been wearing body comms for years mm-hmm. like she's been unashamed for a long time she's been unashamed she's out in the crowd she has no problem i mean in pitch perfect she was the popular girl mm-hmm. and she had no problem and that goes to show you a level of confidence changes everything in the way we talk about each other she's like she's my name is fat amy why why was her name fat amy she says it before other people can call her fat exactly and that's the thing like we shouldn't even have to go there now i'm glad that rebel wilson did her thing and and it's awesome and i love her but at the same time at the end of the day if you're looking at someone who's gaining weight or losing weight or there's something weight oriented and you have become fixated on it. I'm going to just say that's your fucking problem. Oh my God. She said it before I could. <laughs> I just got really aggressive got about so it. She- I really apologize for cutting you no, off. I so much. That's, guess what? Those are your fucking thoughts. Not theirs. Usually I'm the one who has to say this stuff. So it's so oh, girl. Oh, we are fired up tonight because here's the thing. It's in every one of these Hollywood events. Every one of these events is a chance to be better people and talk about each other better. Yeah. Every single event, every single opportunity you have to compliment your fellow women, compliment your fellow men and see them as human beings Mm -hmm. instead of anything else. Weird objects that you get to like critique and be shitty about. Yeah. Like, God forbid, like, I'm sure. What was it back in the day when Ellen had to deal with this? Do you Mm -hmm. remember? She was after she came out on screen. Mm -hmm. Right. And back then she had to do it like you know wow she really she she showed up today and you know she looks really good for a for a gay woman like mm-hmm. that shit is awful mm-hmm. that isn't how we should be talking about each other ever and now we celebrate her mm-hmm. we celebrate her because why because we opened up the dialogue we had a conversation about it and we taught people yeah. how to be good people well and i think like liz gabrielle sidibe i feel like started this really hard work of like existing and feeling gorgeous and also talking back to people that were treating her truly mm-hmm. terribly on the internet and because she was doing it, Lizzo is doing a lot of this work where she is having to hear and tolerate and educate people about like saying really awful things to her. And it's not OK. So it's not OK. And her backup dancers have to deal with it, too. I, I told you I, I mm-hmm. had photographed one of her backup dancers mm-hmm. and they have to deal with it, too. And it's shitty. These girls work out. I'm, you know, they work out all the time. I'm dealing with it on my. Um, I recently went to karaoke and tried to do a Lizzo song, literally just standing in a room at karaoke. I was almost ready to pass out because that is how much truth hurts. And the amount of like stamina that that song takes to sing at even like a five (laughs) out of 10. And she dances to it while singing it. It's pretty incredible. Give your artists and the people who are showing up to represent humankind all shapes all sizes all colors the i don't know the decency the human decency to say something here's the thing had chrissy shown up on the red carpet in some hideous ass dress Mm -hmm. say her dress is hideous not her dress is hideous because she's fat Mm -hmm. okay don't say that shit that is i know i keep saying that guru keeps trying to get me so guru keeps trying to get me to embrace the word fat Mm -hmm. i am struggling with it if you guys have heard podcasts from way back when She's in the, <clears throat> is it fat acceptance? And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I know fat inclusion and we have a whole thing. For me, the truth is I am. 
I am and people are and so what and dogs are and puppies are and <laughs> cars are and <laughs> okay, plants no. are so like things fat are fat fat describes adipose tissue so puppies and people are cars are not cars are fat now <laughs> are because adipose tissue exists so cars inside might be round. the cushions of your seat <laughs> right yeah so many <laughs> things are around you're not wrong i'm just saying if you drive a pimple car you drive a pimple car <laughs> and it is round and fat well and it's, it's and so the amount of bug fat so i can <laughs> i'm still trying to be right over here i Matt. understand and you know what i guess i can't argue with you <laughs> <laughs> apparently i can't argue with you because uh, i'm not i can't believe the oscars made me mad enough to want to make a podcast about it yeah i can't well, I, there's I'm this giant cultural just... experience well and there was plenty to react to last night like the idea of gender representation and like representation of people of color is like super imbalanced and it's all over the place there's a lot to be frustrated about but we i i'll speak for myself i come from a lens of a fat person we talked about the idea of I as a child never thought I could be happy or loved or successful because I didn't see any happy loved or successful people on television or movies and that is not an experience that is only mine other people have it based on their skin color and their shape and their abilities right like yeah no it and, all and mine was my experience I, I just realized my experience with these award shows have always been you know you're you're talented enough to be on tv if you lost weight Mm. and i get tired of it Ooh, baby it's it's a hot topic for me so so after every award show they're like oh my god you should be on tv but you know you know sure you know with this qualification with that head tell you know you know what i like you know yeah you guys all anyone who's heard that just cringed and i know that you understand Mm -hmm. and it sucks it sucks because i was told i can't well and that is more so that whatever that you know thing is your weight your race, your age, that is more important. Tresla's trying to bring back the fun and I'm like still mad. That no. is that is taken as more important and more forefront than maybe the crea- the art you have to create or what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also want to speak to the fact that I was trying, I was literally thinking, I was like, how many fat people did I see on television last night in the course of what was it? Fucking 16 hours. I don't know. I left. It was so many I hours. Tresla literally had to I leave. I sc- started screaming. Diane Keaton was my life and I loved it so much. Well, but there were all sorts of people of all different shades, shapes, <laughs> ages, sizes, in the things like the editors and the costume designers mm-hmm. and cinematographers and the casting directors, like on the in memoriam, there was all sorts of variety. But the people that were putting, so like the people who are in the front, the right? People the people that are, are on camera, they they have to be of a certain a certain uh, variety. Yes, mm. and that's shitty. So shitty. I saw. I want some representation. Gosh darn it! Well, can we? Jeez, oh Pete. Jesus, Pete. Gosh darn, guys. Gosh darn it. Can we get a little uh, representation over here? I just want to see something on I TV. I hate that I did that. I loved it um, so much. But, uh, oh, I got stuck. <laughs> There's so many wires. It is. It's It's frustrating to even talk about it because the, the truth is, is I think we need to bear down and tell people how to talk Speak about it. up. 
speak up. If somebody gives you a compliment that actually makes you feel worse, feel free to say something. And if you can't say something in the moment, say something later. What if we practice and I be the bad guy and you be the good guy? Great. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I'm yeah. about to get yelled at. Oh, girl. You were here for the part where I am playing a role. <laughs> somebody about to get fucking yelled at. Oh, my God. I'm already <laughs> I wish I could crack my knuckles. So I'm like... <laughs> I'm gonna, like shake out my shoulders click, a little click, bit. Click, click, click. Is it's that a, a cracking knuckle sound? A, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Ew. No. Okay. I gotta. Okay. I gotta turn you down just a little bit. Sorry, okay. My <laughs> no, we're fine. We're both. We're both all over the place with these wavy, wavy mm. lines. Um. No. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to. I'm gonna be devil's advocate here because I know a lot of you guys will say, but, but what about this? So Grishabhead is going to be. <laughs> I'm going to give her a backwards compliment, I guess. I'm going to try and advocate for myself. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm going to make it difficult, I think, unless I can't do it. We'll find Let's out. See. Maybe I'm a horrible actor right no. now. Oh, jeez. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Wow. That's that's a really, really good hair color for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really, it really, like, you know, it thins out your face. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Um, so true. I was going <laughs> to so it makes my face look better. No, <laughs> so hey, um, I appreciate your compliment. Thank you for your great taste and fantastic hair. Cause my hair is in fact, wonderful. I wasn't going for like a thinning thing, but whatever works for you. Oh really? Because it really does. It mm-hmm. really does. Like it really does that really well. So how, how lucky are you? Right. Congratulations. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Can we talk about the um the like wow not everybody has the face shape for that hair that short. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so impressed that you were brave enough to cut your hair that short uh, with that face. With that face. And because that is a thing that I don't I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it so like bigger women are often discouraged from getting like bobs and pixie cuts mm-hmm. because it it shows off their face and yeah. God damn it, your you your chin just might be unsavory. <laughs> we we just may have a little extra. Oh right. no. Well can I tell you when I was losing all that weight? Mm-hmm. I was sad. I kept telling people, I was like, make sure you get my double chin, because it's not sticking around mm-hmm. and I sort of miss it. Mm-hmm. Cause it was part of me. Yeah. Anyway, so we need to go back to this compliment. You need to diffuse my darling. Oh, well, and it's Mm-mm. I'm wondering why you think my face needs to be thinner. But you've got to diffuse it, honey. That's We're a role play. Bizarre. You got to role play right now. We're role playing. <laughs> so I'm okay, playing the okay, bossy one. Okay, that's fine. Oh, really? So well, it be- really works out for you. Uh-huh. Look at you. I appreciate that you're trying to give me a compliment, but you're inherently assuming that I want to look thinner. And that's incorrect, ma'am. Well, I mean, you know I didn't mean it that way, though, right? Oh, like, oh but that's I how I heard it. I would it. never... Like, you know that I would never say it like that. Like, you know that I think you're beautiful for, like, what you are, though, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, You should uh-huh. see her face. It's very I bad right like now. I feel like you're implicit in the cultural fat phobia that is inherent in all of us. It's like the water we fucking <laughs> gonna... drink. Okay? But I'm telling you that you need to chill. <laughs> feel free next time to not tell me how my hair makes me look thinner. Because guess what? No hairstyle is going to make my face look thin. I mean, to each their own, though. Yeah. To each their own. But good job. And to each my own fat face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. I swear to you, her face is beautiful and I love it. And you guys know that because I take photos of it all the time. Um, But you guys, you see how hard that is even between the two of us Mm -hmm. as people who are in this situation. 
we get this all the time. I, I culturally speaking, we just spoke to someone and he was actually a dude who was telling us how difficult it was because one say you say you got to the place where you decided it was right for your body to lose the weight. Or some people lose weight as they go through puberty or, or whatever age, happens or they get deathly ill. Oh my god, your body changed. <laughs> and someone decided that it was their business to comment on how your boobs grew or how your stomach got flatter or how it got rounder or how your butt got summer whatever. Someone thought it was their business to talk about it. Mhm. The thing is, is there's people who are going to remind you, hey, you, you, you remember when you had like, you know, that uh, double chin? You remember that? Ugh, oh, my I'm God. So- you look so much better since you've lost all that weight. Oh, my God. You would have never been able to pull that off before. Oh my God, you look so fabulous now that you've lost all that weight. If you are the kind of person who says this kind of stuff, I swear that wasn't rehearsed. Um, like, you're stop. The, yeah, don't. Because here's the thing. You're actually not helping. You're not encouraging them to continue on a journey of self-love. You're reminding them to hate who they were right, and, and what they were. And if they go to that place ever again, yeah. that you're not going to accept them. Yeah. This is bad. a you issue and not a them issue. Well, and so, and I was because I, I listened to last week's podcast because I'm I don't know. I want to listen and I want to make sure I understand she's what we're good doing. At her job. I'm trying. But I mentioned the idea of taking what maybe some might consider as flaws but these individualized traits traits that are ours specifically and I was saying I want to take away the negative value from these traits for me it's my skin and it's whatever and it's shape and color Um, but also I mentioned like oh and I don't want to have all this weight with the good things that you know my specific good qualities where it's like oh my god my hair is beautiful my eyes are the specific one or it's my boobs are this size and this shape like I what I meant to say was if I'm putting too much value on both the positive and the negative things about my body I run the risk of sustaining too much of my self-esteem on those qualities and when eventually those things change because they will because it's time hair changes size changes Mm -hmm. then I run the risk of feeling like I no longer have value Mm -hmm. like that's what I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say is while a person on the red carpet that is dressing up for this like gala event it's the drama it's the high fashion let's look at it as a piece of art and not value people entirely based on whether or not they fit into a certain box like that's what I'm getting at here box (laughs) Uh, speaking of boxes, did you see Billie Eilish's outfit? Yes. Okay, so it made me mad at first. I was like, how dare you? Because it also feels like, um, I'm sorry, oversized sweatshirts? Bitch, that's my look from high school. <laughs> You're not welcome to it. But I had this realization, and I don't know why Billie Eilish chose the outfit that she did, mm-hmm. but it it nobody could say anything about her body because you can't see her body in that outfit. And part of me feels like that is sort of what she's doing. She's like, I'm she's removing, cutting off the conversation. Exactly. It's just this. Just I'm, like we all did. I'm in these billows of fabric and you can't tell me nothing about my size because you don't know I could be a size 12. I could be a size one. This is a lot of denim. <laughs> fabric it was please enjoy my outfit and i have an opinion that. about that outfit well and it, it removes it removes the objectification conversation of it mm. like it 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 deflects that so effectively that it, it 
And so I hated it at first, but uh-huh. then I was like, you know what, girl, I hear you. God, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because I feel like at times we're forging the path to do something that should innately be a human desire. Mm-hmm. Like it should be the human desire to help each other. An instinct, not desire, an mm-hmm. instinct to help each other, to encourage each other, to not just like run around pointing out each other's, you know, what you believe to be their flaw. Well, not putting your own needs <clears throat> on somebody else's life. Like, don't the fact that it's important to you, you love yourself so much. Woman, have some sunglasses that just mirror your eyeballs. Well, back and spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really. <laughs> spoiler alert: Many people don't love themselves. So many people don't love themselves and they make themselves feel better by tearing down people that they feel like look prettier mm-hmm. or by nitpicking on these people that they feel are on a different echelon than they are. Like that's what this celebrity is. It's putting people on this crazy pedestal that inherently creates a divide. Guys, how many of you guys have... Okay, so the point of this was to teach people how to talk I'm going to say to fat people, but in general, like talk to fat people like you would talk to other people. <laughs> it's so, it's so simple. It's but so, so true. simple, but it's like the truest thing I can tell you. Talk to them. Like if you like someone's outfit, you say, I like that outfit. It looks good on you. Not I like that outfit. It really flatters your figure. Oh my God. It compliments your It shame. really compliments. Oh my God. I love, you know, like. You're very brave for wearing that. No, don't call anyone brave for putting on clothes. (laughs) Unless they're a nudist. Then you may. Like, there are always loopholes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if all you can focus in is that it's all you can do is be like, oh, wow, they look really good. You know, they in in that because their body, you know, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, if it's about their body. And that's the reason you're complimenting. Just hold your fucking say, compliment in your mouth. Feel free to keep it to yourself. Yeah, don't. No one needs your weird compliment that you're giving out of your own insecurity and your desire to make this person appear the way you need them to appear as a socially acceptable being. Yeah. And that, that is how you begin to change. Again, I believe that these these words. I keep cutting mm-hmm. you off. I'm so no, sorry, no. but that's how these words. This is how change begins. Believe it or not. These small little movements that each one of us take on to change the next changes the di- it changes the conversation. This is how we changed, um, you know, integration. Mm-hmm. This is how we changed um, the LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. This is the talking about it, making it not okay anymore to do these things. This was all over several different channels Mm -hmm. to be able to openly talk about women's bodies and we talk about women's rights and women's here's the thing I don't care what you put on the internet and you're celebrating your body that's fine but how are you celebrating the bodies that are around you how are you talking about them what are you saying how are you reacting that matters so much too Mm -hmm. so treat just talk to them like you would talk to I don't know a normal human being. Well, and the popular girl in high school. How about that? Talk to talk sure. to the talk to us like uh, you talk to the popular girl in high school. Well, and Grovel. If this is <laughs> oh boy. Okay, groveling is a great way to make friends. <laughs> I really like. Yeah. Um, oh if you're God. feeling confused 
and a little concerned about commenting on another person's body, this is what you do. You don't. <laughs> like, if you are not sure how that, like, I talk so much about how I feel about my fatness and my shape. Like, you can throw any weird-ass backhanded compliment you at can. me. I'm bringing, like, fine. Who cares? I don't care. You don't know that about most people or really anybody. So if you are not sure how to say anything about somebody's body, don't say anything about their body. Yep. I don't care if it's you think you're trying to give a compliment because somebody that is like on a really purposeful quest to lose a lot of weight and they're changing their diet and they're exercising a lot, they're going to bring that shit up. Yes, and, and that doesn't give you, that doesn't also give you the caveat to uh, bring it up either. No, let them do it let first. Them let them gauge their stuff. No, you shut up. <laughs> Why'd you laugh away from the mic? Because I'm trying not to shriek into the microphone. I'm trying to do that less. I miss it. Should I do that more? I miss it. These new microphones. If someone's coming to talk to you about their fitness journey and they're losing weight and their bodies are changing, again, their bodies are changing. That's their business. And if they're like, do you see it? Your answer is yes. And if you're happy, I love it. And if like, does it look good? Yes. Yeses and nos are really, really helpful here. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing more. Like, you don't need, like, a lab. Like, Guru has to do it with me, and it's hard for her, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. <sighs> well, and it's this, it's this it's the idea when, pe- I, when people get into their, like, hardcore diet talk, and Tresla and I have to have this conversation on a regular basis, but it happens all the time around the office when people are feeling guilty and the whatever, and, oh, um, when did I feel terrible. So guilty? Oh, since the beginning of time i don't know well it's a yes since bodies became like a proper commodity i don't know well and it used to be that like what we would now call gluttony was a sign of wealth and leisure and then when food became plentiful and it became harder to be thinner that's when thinner became better because that is the point is that the what is unattainable is what is more valuable in sort of like a capitalistic and like money-driven world. It's the idea of what will you pay more money for? That's what's valuable. Because if everybody can be fat, it's not going to sell to be like, here's a thing to make you fatter. Because everybody can be fat. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because I was just thinking how smart you are. Oh, thanks. Well, oh, wait, was that a compliment? It was. And did I treat you like a person? Yes, thank you so Look much. Look at me, guys. <laughs> well, and if you want to say something nice about somebody, tell them that they've made your day brighter. Tell them that you like... Your the- smile is one of my favorites. Shoes. Look at their shoes. Look at their nails. Look at anything. You know, or don't say anything. Also, like- maybe wear eyeglasses so you're not judging them while you walk by. I'm oh. really, really mad about this. <laughs> I am you mad are. because I, I, feel, I feel really... Do you feel subject to judgment, Tresla? Oh, my God. I have an opinion about everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but do you feel, like, judged? Do you feel like you have I feel like I'm constantly judged. Yeah. I feel like I'm constantly. I feel like the dreams that I want are, are put on hold. Be, and because of me, because of my viewpoints on what we can and cannot be because of our weight. Mm-hmm. And it frustrates me that I've done everything I know how to do. And still this idea, no matter what size I am, no matter what I look like, no matter how many people in the world tell me how beautiful I am, 
I still have those whispers of people who are like, yeah, you look really good in that dress. It really accentuates the better parts of you. Mm-hmm. Like there's something wrong with the other parts of me. Yeah. And it frustrates me because how are we supposed to, as people, be whole if all we can do is subject each other to body parts? We're, we're just, you're a body part now. Well, and if we're like fighting between like, <laughs> I love my legs, I hate my arms. Yeah. I love my stomach, I hate my face. I'm like, always happy to show my feet. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. You know, it just it just it makes me sad. The other day I was thinking about I'm like, I should just take all my photographs with eyeglasses on because my eyes are just they're hard to photograph. And no one would know that about me. Mm-hmm. No one would know how much that struggle is because growing up in an all white high school, mm-hmm. that's what they always talked about. They talked about my 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 tiny little Asian eyes. And so what, you they like didn't say Asian eyes. I'm being really accommodating for this <laughs> podcast. Um, and they would say the most derogatory, racist things to me. And so I grew up thinking there was something wrong with my cheekbones. Mm-hmm. There was something wrong with my eye size. You know, and, and a compliment was few and far between because of that. And I didn't understand it was always. So all, I, I had very few things to sort of. But what happens when those things go away? Like for me, everyone complimented my hair. Mm-hmm. They loved my hair. What happens when um, I get old and the hair falls out or it changes color? Mm-hmm. Now I don't have that thing to rely on. And that's what I'm saying. It is important for the outside world to recognize the impact that they have on everyone, mm-hmm. on the way they discuss them. They discuss their bodies. They discuss those things. So I don't know. I just went off on another tangent. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> no, but that's how these insecurities are built is by feeling othered and feeling wrong mm-hmm. about it. And so you learn, we all learned, we have our, our sucking in stomach pose. And I was just thinking how Tyra Banks taught me to, if even if my arm looks like it's flat down at my side, you lift it out just a little bit so you're not spreading that fat out so much. I learned that shit from America's Next Top Model. I didn't even know that shit and I'm a model. When I was 17. I do that all the time and I hate it. Now it makes me mad because I've been wondering why you did it and you're like, I'm just good at it. I never said I'm you just good did. at it. You did. You <laughs> did. Don't lie to me. She was so good at posing. I never understood why you didn't model for the longest time. But Because I could not tolerate being at a fitting and being like, A, my body shape doesn't seem to change. It changes very slowly and without my participation. Like I've never... I've, Truly, I, I, I went up and down so fast and so often with my weight when I was like between like 10 and 17. Mm-hmm. I think now my body is like, guess what? We're at this size and that's it doesn't go anywhere. And so being at a fitting and being like, uh, it would work better if it was an inch smaller here, or a size smaller there. I would be like, cool, I'm not participating in this. This is bullshit. Yep. And so I'm not, I wouldn't be a good worker. I wouldn't be. I would be bad at my job. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I couldn't accommodate your needs of my body changing. Exactly. Because it's my fucking body and I'm going to do what I want. I do what I want. That's literally your mantra. I know. I do what I want. I have a pin. (laughs) It says it. You're not the boss of me. uh, Yeah. Very much so. (laughs) So I I don't know. I I, I, kind of want to bring this back and like wrap this up a little bit I don't know there's a there's your journey of self you know we talked about last week the the journey of Mm self-love learning how to love yourself cracking that code getting there and now I wanted to really touch base on like the outward influences that sort of affect 
the way we do it and how even like the idea that we've gone through it, the conversation you have to have when people say those things, Mm -hmm. the way doctors talk to you, Mm -hmm. how to deal with people who don't know how to deal with the fact that you are curvier and have more to offer Mm -hmm. than they do. (laughs) Sorry. Was that really a little bit? Well, here's the thing. I love, I love it all. Yeah. But we shouldn't be. It doesn't matter. I told you, I talked about Georgia Peach, who was like three doors down from me. She was gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the most, she looked like a Barbie doll. Okay. She looked like a living Barbie doll. And she came to me crying. She's like, they just say I'm fat. Mm -hmm. I always got bullied when I was little for, and I stared at her like, what? Yeah. Are you, we all, everybody, anybody who has a curve, a curve, everybody that doesn't have a curve gets, yeah. shit talked for not having enough curves. I had a friend in high school who was so small they just right. kept yelling at her to eat like right. and she ate. Nobody wins. Nobody, Nobody wins. wins when we're judging each other's bodies. This is a great we figured it out. Did I'm, we? Yes. I'm still confused. Nobody well and I, I'm, I'm second guessing and I'm worried about the way that I was speaking about people that do fit into that socially acceptable size mode. I, I am working on being less reactive being less judgmental and being less shitty because they also get to look like whatever they want to look like. The fact that I feel rejected and unwelcome around them is my fucking problem. Ooh. And I need to take responsibility for that. Damn. So what I'm what I, I think I want to cap this off is nobody wins when we are judging and being shitty about other people's bodies. Oh. It sucks for everybody because there will always be somebody to tell you that you are not correct, whether you're thin or fat or you're pear shaped or you're apple shaped or you're fucking straight as a board mm-hmm. all the way around. Whatever it is, somebody has an opinion on that's going to make you feel bad, but it's not their business. Whose business is it? Your business. Are you sure? Yes. Only your business. It's not your fucking doctor's business. It's not your parents' business. It's not your partner's business. It's your fucking business. Uh, It is your singular ownership. Only you know what it is like in your body. Okay. I'm in. So, yes, I am looking for a utopia where we all can be whatever shape we want and we can wear whatever the fuck we want. If we want to walk around naked or if we want to wear elaborate taffeta taffeta dresses, all of it is whatever. Okay. It's merely an expression of how you feel. Looks like my journey this week is going to start right here, guys. Well, and I love to take in what you just said. That was no, that was good. It was good. It just took me a moment to sit down and go, oh, oh, shit. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay, I hear you. And because that means that that's a very vast idea to accept not only your feelings of your shortcomings and taking care of yourself and talking Mm -hmm. to yourself that way, Mm -hmm. but also outwardly the way Mm -hmm. you respond. Oh God, there's so much work to be done. Well, and let me (laughs) tell you, this breaks down the idea of the fashion industry, the makeup industry, the weight loss industry, like all of those industries are predicated on the idea that there is a right and a wrong way Mm -hmm. to look. And that's, can I I tell you, that's what I love about Marvin. We have a, we have a mutual friend. His name is Marvin Thornton. And I, adore him and we love, love him, him so much love him so we love all of our friends i feel like every time we bring a person we're like we love them but we guess what we two. do we do bring up like two per podcast <laughs> marvin though honestly he works in the fitness industry and he is pro eating he is pro food he is pro ex like he is just pro being in your body mm-hmm. and he will not shame like he will shame you for not having the things that you desire and want yeah and that and that is the most he has the most interesting take for someone who yeah. is so 
fit. Whose his whole career his whole is career is fitness. based on fitness. And I have the, never once felt ashamed about my body around him ever, ever. And not when I look frumpy as hell. Not when, when I was, I was learning how to walk again, there yep. was never. He never made it about my weight. Yeah, he was always like, you know what? We just need to make your muscles stronger. There was a focus. There was a way to do it. And I think that he might be one of the outside of the way he looks at himself. One of the most body positive people mm-hmm. as far as this goes, like as far as fitness training, as far as he was, a, he's a dancer. He can train those bodies. He's helped people who've been injured walk. Like he helped me walk again when I, when I was in that car accident. And I just, I was thinking about, I'm like, I would like to approach things the way he approaches things mm-hmm. when we talk about this, enjoy it, but also take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that is the way you need, I guess this is the way we view it. Enjoy your life, yeah. but also take care of yourself. Well, you deserve, okay. I feel like this is a whole other podcast. Is it? No, I don't think it is. Enjoying I, it I think is, when it I comes was, to the way we to talk. Launch into something. Oh, okay. I was like, is I was, it? I was, no. I was right on cue. I think I so thought. far we're doing great. Okay. <laughs> we're just checking in for a second. How you doing? Are you, are you doing okay over there? I am doing or Just great. everyone just raise their hands. Mm. Um, <laughs> Do we take a water break? Do we need to like, get up and stretch? I like a little ASMR. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, it sounds like we have. I feel like we've come to a good place. I feel happy for us. She's trying to shut me down. <laughs> I am beginning to gather strings, if you will. <laughs> no, I, I when I say when I say it's about taking care of yourself and also being nice to yourself. I think that that is the way we also complement each other. Mm-hmm. Take care of if you don't know how to talk to someone, take care of yourself and take care of each other. And you, that does not involve picking people apart. Yeah. I think that I think that's where I was going with that. Like yeah. when I think about the way he talks about my body, when I think of the way that talks about you or his friends or anyone, and he works with some of the most fit people you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. There's not once a time it is all about taking care of yourself and being kind. And that is that is incredible. I think that's if a you're, good goal. If you are struggling to talk to someone, and and someone's struggling to talk to you, you can look at them and say, "Be nice." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what my dad does. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I think that's where I, I, it's a struggle because we just did that whole role playing, right? Mm-hmm. And in that role playing, it was very difficult because I just kept hitting you with what I believed mm-hmm. what i was entitled yeah you didn't to have give a shit opinion. what I, wanted. I didn't care what you wanted yeah. as i said care about other people and Listen. take care of yourself yeah wow no i like that yeah and also i have to do what guru said earlier <laughs> <laughs> guys this is i know our podcasts are getting heavier but that's how things go when you're on the journey of self-love you guys, there's a lot to look at. And but there's we, so much fun. And yes. yell, guys. Get in there and get yell. Get out. Oh, yeah. Yes. Get it out. If, Tell us. Frickin' frack. I just want to know what y'all think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you? By golly. G-O-M-I. Is okay. that, can that be a G-O-M-I? G-O-M-I? Yeah. By golly. I don't know. I'm feeling very 50s vibe. A little punchy. All right, guys. Well. Happy Oscars. Compliment people on their geometric designs or don't. Just tell people that they're perfect and wonderful just as they are and with nothing to do with their body. <laughs> and hey, I nice. don't even see a body. You're just an amorphous <laughs> spiritual representation of light and color. Namaste, bitches. <laughs> 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 <laughs>